MoreLikeRadio.com. It's our duty to entertain you. <laughs> I said duty. Only alcohol can make life bearable. You must drink. Always drink. I blame this all on Kevin, DMU. Has anyone ever known a good person named Kevin? We, we hung out with, with Kevin from Alcohol by Volume. He only says like three words. He, he's like really shy. He really talked to me. Towards the end of the night when he was drinking more, man, he, he was he was right there with us talking a mile a minute. Alcohol by Volume? Oh, I'm actually kind of drunk. Alcohol by Volume. Awesome show. You really want to get drunk? <laughs> Listen to that show. Because by hour two, he's blitzed. I bet. Oh, it's awesome. Because it's a beer show. Kevin, some stupid kid. Weird thing. Polish last name. Yeah. Where's your dedication there, Kevin? Your own show or someone else's? Alcohol my volume. Alcohol my volume. I shove alcohol in my butthole. That's not it? It's nothing to do with butthole. I mean, can you even get drunk anymore? It's kind of like a drinking a vitamin. Right? So you're blaming the drunkard. Yes, I'm blaming the MLR drunkard, Kevin. Hello, bartender. I have thought it over, and far from being a fat pig, you are very nice. And I would like another drink. Take a barf, drunkie! You're lucky I'm here live today. <sighs> You're listening to Alcohol by Volume. Yeah. Wow. Already starting. Alcohol by Volume. It's Tuesday, December 17th. I haven't even really dipped into the beer yet. But I was just on the road for about, I don't know, an hour and 45 minutes trying to get home in the goddamn snow. Um, yeah. Normally my commute is uh, about 35 minutes. So I, I literally just, I, I got home threw ice and beer into a bucket, ran downstairs. I was just, like, while the intro was going, trying to pull off my boots so I wasn't getting my floor all wet in here. Uh, yeah, so it's that kind of day. Also, also, I've, I've been so busy today, I uh, have consumed the sum total of a venti coffee from Starbucks and then, uh, I think, about three bottles of water. Um, yeah, so no, no actual solid food, unless you count gum as solid food i guess but now now i'm now i'm halfway into a beer so this show could get interesting boots not boobs dennis and if you're not in the chat but you are listening live go to morelikeradio.com slash live and you can join in the fun stuff in the chat and probably hilarious pictures that dennis will eventually post for some reason or another and if you want to call in the skype name is alcohol by volume or the phone number 862-345-7125. That's 862-ALCOHOL. So, um, let's see. I'm still finishing off my Michigan beers. I talked all about those, like, last week. Um, I actually may have found an IPA that I don't hate and would drink again. One of them that I got from Michigan was Bell's Hop Slam Imperial IPA. Um, now, it's entirely possible that I may have already been too drunk at that point to care, but in any case, I seem to enjoy it. I don't know. Eh. But yeah, Bell's Hop Slam Imperial IPA. That's one I'd try again. I I can't get Bell's out here, so I'm not going to find it anytime soon. Not until the next time I'm in Michigan or if somebody decides to just send me beer from Michigan, which would be nice, but I know it's not going to happen. So, mm. um, 
I had, let's see, what day was that? I think that was Sunday. Oh, yeah, Sunday, because I was also on uh, Daytime Divas that day. Apparently, I, I called in for like the last seven minutes of the show. I had to listen back to it the next day because I really didn't remember what the hell I was talking about because I was uh, about five bottles deep at that point. But on earlier that day on Sunday, I picked up a couple six-packs sans license because I did not have my license back from Michigan at that point. Both from Dewclaw Brewing. One is uh, that I'm drinking right now, Euphoria Toffee Nut Brown Ale. It's pretty good. I mean, decent enough. It's something I maybe might get again. The other one that I got, though, this is the one that I was excited to see. It's called Sweet Baby Jesus Chocolate Peanut, yeah, Chocolate Peanut Butter Porter. Oof, that's a mouthful there. 610, whoever wants to grab that. Um, but in my in my past experience with peanut butter in beer, I know a few of us on the station can attest to this. The Rogue, um, what was it? The Chocolate Peanut Butter Banana Ale or whatever the hell that was called. That one was disgusting. That Peanut butter did not work in that. With this one from Dewclaw, it's perfect. They, I mean you get that feeling of kind of like drinking a peanut butter cup. So they they did a really good job with that. If you get Dewclaw Brewing out in your area and you see Sweet Baby Jesus, which I'm going to get into that name in a second here, um, pick it up. Uh, I think it was a sign that I, I hadn't been to a New Jersey liquor store since before Thanksgiving because I was there were probably at least three other different six-packs that I hadn't seen before that I wanted to pick up. Um. One of them was from Horny Goat. It's a chocolate cherry stout. I'm unsure about that, though, because Horny Goat has kind of done me wrong in the past. Um, and uh, guest 516719 on the chat, please change your name, because you seem excited to see me, and I don't know who you are. Um, but um, <laughs> I, I know we're, we're bad, Dennis, aren't we? But it, I... I would try the the chocolate cherry stout, and I have a feeling that one I'm not going to find in a pick of six, so I may just, next time I'm there, I'll grab a six-pack of it. There was another one that we, it was, um, I think it was like a coffee oatmeal stout, and I can't remember the brewer for it. It was it was in a weird six-pack case, too. It was more enclosed case, so you couldn't even see the bottles. Ah, oh, it's little Matt. Okay. Hey, Matt. Um, so those I'm going to probably want to try and pick up maybe after this weekend, because I think by that point I will finally have exhausted all the beer in my fridge. Uh, but okay, let's get back Let's get back to the name of that chocolate peanut butter porter. In past weeks, I've been covering some news stories where people are getting pissed off about names of beers, pissed off about representations on the labels. Last week, there was that Canadian women's group or whatever that was pissed off about... Uh, one, what was it, the, a beer called The Hooker, and another one that was called, um, was like the, the Little Slut, or something like that. I, I can't remember exactly what it was. But they were getting all pissed off about that. The week before, there was some group that was pissed off about an Australian beer that they were probably never going to see because it had some Hindu representations on it and they were getting all pissed. They they were like, oh, you're disgracing our religion. We will, uh, we will make you very stinky or something. I don't know. I, that was for you, Dennis, because I know how much you love my impressions. But, it, you know, people getting pissed off about something for... Yeah, Muhammad Ginger... Wait, Muhammad Ginger Beer? What? Is, Matt, is that actually a thing? Because now I'm actually scared about that. 
Or did I actually talk about that and just don't remember it? Because you know how my memory is. I'm not unlike Sam Beckett with a Swiss cheese memory. Although that reference is probably more appropriate for the nerd hour. But I'll, I'll credit maybe the you know two or three of you that actually got that. Uh, but this one, call, calling a beer Sweet Baby Jesus, you would think that the Christian right would be out in force on this. How dare you? How dare you call a beer Sweet Baby Jesus? Oh, you know, and you know, especially especially around Christmas time. Oh my God, this is sacrilege. Shockingly, though, I haven't seen anybody complain about it. So it either means that some of the Christians missed this one or they're being more rational for a change. I don't know. Damn it, Dennis. I know you listen to the whole show. Admit it. Although my impressions have been getting better, haven't they? Except for that one that uh, P-Rock called me out on, which was was a, a Tennessee Australian. <laughs> was that what that was? I don't even. I, I don't even think I could reproduce that one now. So, uh, uh, this is another week where I'm hoping I have enough material to actually drag through the show because I had a busy week, weekend, everything else, and just too much garbage going on right now. Um, but I'm still committed to this show. And, um, speaking of commitment to the show, <laughs> next week may be pre recorded. <laughs> next week may be a best of. I'm not 100% sure because, uh, I know I have family obligations that day. And um, I'm either going to try and pre-record, because it's Christmas Eve, so obviously family obligations. So I'm either going to try and pre-record all new content, or if I get really lazy, although it might actually be more work to do a best of, uh, finding best of out of this shit material, jeez. But next week will not be live, but there will be some sort of new podcast there for you. So... I know I I think I actually posted this in the Facebook group and if you would like to check out the Facebook group you can do that at facebook.com slash groups slash alcohol by volume of course there's also the Facebook page facebook.com slash MLR alcohol by volume and uh, to Jeremy D. Rhodes in the chat Trogues Mad Elf I may have tried Trogues Mad Elf in the past but I can't remember. I haven't had it any time recently. So um, I'm trying to remember what uh, if that's a winter warmer or what. Well, I'm going to look that up because I'm, I am uh, I want to know what the hell I'm talking about here. I'm, I'm, I'm Recognizing the label might even just help with me here. Uh, let's see, Beer Advocate. Uh, actually, you know what? Uh, I don't believe I've had that one. Uh, Belgian Strong Dark Ale. Wow. And that's a 11%. So I do not believe I've had that one yet. So I'm going to have to take a look for that one. Uh, I, I love I love Trogue stuff. They Even even their um, more hoppy beers, I can deal with a little bit more. But Trogue's is fantastic. More more local East Coast kind of stuff, but really, really good. Um, but this, uh, this article here, let me actually copy this image, put it in the chat here. Uh, let's see if I can clog up all your arteries. Um, oh, nice cherry, damn good. Okay, cool, awesome. You know what? If if I see that when I'm out next, I'm gonna pick that up. Then that that will be my new priority to report back on Mad Elf. And I know I see trogues here all over the place. So <laughs> Dennis's reaction in the chat: Jesus, that my friend is a deep fried. 
PBR burger. Now, don't don't let the fact that it is oh a Red Sox and yes, little Matt hashtag Fat Kevin. I know I love my food. I love my food. That's why I got to run all the time. Ugh. Um, deep fried PBR burger is it made from actual frozen beer? Now, don't don't let the fact that it's PBR dissuade you from drooling over this. This article from Food Beast says, following an impressive lineage that includes deep-fried Twinkie burgers, spaghetti bun burgers, what the hell, deep-fried Red Bull fritters, what? Philadelphia's PYT burger joint has just unveiled a brand new monster they're calling the Beerger. I don't know how I feel about that name. It starts innocently enough. Okay, this is this is getting good here. Um, actually, you know what? Um, let me see if I. Ah. Oh, here we go. Okay. See if I, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna talk food in this manner, I think I gotta bring this up. Just two fluffy burger buns, sandwiching a pickle, cheese, and mustard dill aioli covered beef patty. But then you see it—that fried chicken-looking thing that's actually frozen PBR wrapped in wontons and crushed pretzel breading. Supposedly, there's enough beer in there to require an ID check before serving. Yes, really. Okay. So, for people that aren't listening live and aren't in the chat, it it does look like a piece of fried chicken on top of this burger, but it's actually deep-fried PBR. (laughs) Dennis says, who else is hard? Red Sox is stroking it. Yeah, see, okay. This is what happens when Lust and Love doesn't air on Mondays. I gotta pick up the slack here. So yeah, it, it you know it looks like a regular burger, two buns, you know pickles and everything, but it just looks like this big old piece of fried chicken sitting on top of the pickles and the burger, and that's that's the fried PBR, and and you're getting that texture from the what is it the pretz yeah pretzel breading and the wontons. I'd, I'd try this. I'd I'd be scared as to how many calories are in the damn thing, but I don't know that 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 would that would be what we in the uh, the health game call a cheat day. I think. Yeah, either I'd have to run about 10 miles afterwards just to work that off. Uh, but, oh, God damn, that looks delicious. I'm not doing Wendy's after uh, after the show today. Uh, I'm, I'm actually just doing Taco Bell, so I may regret that tomorrow. But I'm, well, whatever, you know. Okay, since we got the holidays coming up, I'm going to be topical here. I think I actually teased this last week. Um it is well. Actually, I have a whole, a few different series of these from a few different beer sites that I uh, follow. Different holiday gift guides for beer lovers. Some of this stuff is cool. Some of it's eh, and some of it's just fucking stupid. So, we'll see, we'll see where we go with this. Um. Okay. So this one, this is the 2013 gift guide from Draft Magazine, DraftMag.com. This is actually, and they they actually um, scaled this out in terms of the cost. These are the cheapest ones first, so it makes sense. This is similar to the Randall that uh, Dogfish Head has, but more of a scaled down version, I'd say. This is a beer infuser. And actually, let me see if I can post this image in the chat to give you an idea. Okay. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, I know. I worry about calories. I'm, I'm horrible. I, I don't know. Some of us on the station are into health kicks. So. <laughs> but I do love bacon. Oh, bacon, bacon, bacon. 
Uh, okay, so this is a beer infuser. Now, kind of similar concept to a tea infuser. And it says here, home brewing is as easy as stuffing the clip, and that's what it's called, K-L-I-P. It's $20 with hops, fruits, or spices, or all three, and attaching it to your pint. How well this works? I don't know. $20 seems a little bit pricey for this whole setup when, if I remember correctly, Dogfish Head's Randall, which really, I, I think, infuses better with the beer, I think that was maybe 30 or 40 so, you know, uh, if if this was a little bit cheaper, you know, maybe find it in Le Gourmet Chef, you know, get a coupon or something at Bed Bath & Beyond, you know, th- then it might be okay. Um, <laughs> okay, let's see, number two here. This, this would be, um, th- this would be more for the avid home brewers, and I, I could say, like, maybe, uh, Marianne's husband, Rob, he, he might be into something like this, um, this is Homebrew Surprise. It's a bunch of dice. And I will post this image in the chat. And basically, take a chance and brew whatever the roll and brew dice tell you, even if it's clean San Fran lager made with five pounds of coffee. So you get that whole combination there. This would be a little bit advanced for me because I'm still doing you know the Mr. Beer stuff, which actually reminds me, I, I have, I think, like a winter lager kind of thing or something kit still waiting to go and I've completely forgotten about it because I've been so damn busy so I'm gonna have to do that over my Christmas break these dice 32 bucks it it reminds me of stuff that you'll find in the uncommon goods catalog and some of you probably have seen that in the mail Um, that some of the stuff it's really really cool and prohibitively expensive so uh, this, I guess, is from woodthumb.com, so I'm wondering if these are like all like really handcrafted or something. But, neat idea for homebrewers. This one, um, I, I thought this was kind of neat. It's called a corksicle. It is a bottle chiller, and uh, this would be perfect for me, knowing me, I sometimes gauge, whoops, sometimes gauge my purchases in, um, and no, it's not a dildo for before anybody wants to say that. Although it probably could be used as one. Um, I sometimes gauge my beer purchases based on what's in the cooler versus versus based on you know what's on the shelf. If I find something I really want on the shelf, but I have no beer at home to drink, well, I'm probably going to still grab something from the cooler so I have something to actually drink when I get home. This would solve that. Keep the bomber-sized corksicle, $25, or the long neck length screw top chillsner in your freezer. Next time you pop a warm beer, slip the cold wand into the bottle and presto, cold beer undiluted. Again, curious how well this works, kind of like that infuser. 25 bucks. I, I like the idea of cooling it down without diluting it, but there are probably cheaper ways to do it. I don't know, just my thought. And I, I like that image there, Red Sox. <laughs> it is a pirate with uh well instead of skull and crossbones on his hat he has a skull kind of thing with uh beer crossbones and he's saying give me some beer that sounds like the kind of thing you might find down at the jersey shore but it's still relevant so i can't complain uh next one on here still in the under 50 dollars this is uh a game called beer nerd it's a beer tasting trivia game so uh i i i I wonder how many games of this have actually been finished, given that it's a beer-tasting trivia game. 
Uh, it says here, who has the highest brew IQ? Gather your friends and battle it out over Beer Nerd, $35, a quiz slash taste test board game. I like this idea. My problem is I have no friends, so I would just sit there drinking by myself, and that would not be fun. <laughs> Actually, no, it is still fun, but you know what I mean. Okay. Still in the under $50. This one's kind of cool. It's a beer shirt frame, and I suppose you could use this for any shirt, technically. Um, and you know what? Hold on a second. Um, just in the sake of completeness, got to post that. Beer nerd game in the chat. And if you're not in the chat, morelikeradio.com slash live. Okay, this one. Beer shirt frame. Again, could probably just use it for any shirt frame. Yeah, I know. I always drink by myself. I never have anybody to drink with. Ugh. Um... So, I mean, you you know, you could use this for, I don't know, you know, you know a tour shirt. I guess, you know, if you're Joe Coletta, you know, you might, might want to put your favorite Pearl Jam shirt in there or something like that. But the article here says that limited edition brewery tea signed by your favorite brewer doesn't deserve pit stains. Give it proper reverence in the t-shirt frame. Now, I could see that, you know, if you, you know, got something signed from Stone or Weyerbacher, you know, whatever, you know, name your favorite brewer here. Uh, if you manage to get Jim Cook to sign a Sam Adams shirt or something like that. So... That's a, it's a neat idea. Again, you could use it for any T-shirt, really. Uh, okay, now we're now we're getting into the the higher higher priced items. This is a bespoke beer tote. <laughs> Red Sox in the chat. Do they have hammy size shirt frames? Poor hammy. Poor poor hammy. <laughs> and little Matt says, "Has hammy got a wall big enough?" Oh, they're just piling on tonight. Oh. as long as they're not piling on me, I'm okay with that. Okay, so, posted in the chat, this is the Bespoke Beer Tote. So, it's basically a growler. It's a handmade slipcast growler from Portland Growlers. These are $70 a piece. They're handmade. Then I can start to understand that price. Uh, get a personal touch with single or double initial monograms neatly sandblasted into the vessel. Now, see, this is something I would like as a gift. Hint, hint, Christmas is coming up, and you people love me. Come on. Um, let me grab another beer before I get to this next one. Son of a bitch. Okay. Uh, this one is. Wait a second. What? Why did they put this in the fifty to hundred dollar one? Because this is listed as forty dollars. Ah, not too smart on this website, but it's a book. I was gonna say if this was a fifty dollar book, it better come with some beer. This is the complete beer course, and I'm always up for a good beer book. Uh, drafts editor-in-chief Erica Reitz says, I like the idea of a drink-and-learn experience, so this year I'm giving a coffee table-worthy book with beer to match. The complete beer course, $40, by draft contributor Josh Bernstein, is smart and vibrant... It's colorful! Colorfully. Vibrantly. Whatever. Written with concise history lessons, tasting notes on every beer style, and accessible drink-along lesson chapters with a mix six of classic-to-style beers... And it's a gift that'll teach and please all beer palates. So, n- another one of those really good kind of entry level beer books. I'd say maybe that's an entry to mid level beer book. Um, I'm gonna find the one I got around here. Uh, I think it's yeah, it's okay, right next to me. Good. <laughs> uh, okay, oh, Jesus. See this. This is another one where I'm I'm gonna get pissed off over the name. I'm gonna post the image in the chat, and you're gonna see why. I'm pissed off at the name because I think 
I actually I, I bitched about this last week with Adam Carolla's hybrid sangria called Mangria. This is the man tree. Can we stop with this mancation, manscaping, man cave? Which I heard that sound clip and <laughs> But the idea of this though is at least palatable here. <laughs> no pun intended. Each month, the gourmands at Mantree scour the country for artisan edibles, seal their favorites in a handmade crate, $75 each, and send them off to hungry subscribers. What's inside, you can get stuff like Georgia Grits, Bourbon Pecan Butter, Texas Chorizo, and recipes too. For $75, bucks, i am hoping I get a lot more than that, so... Sounds good, though. I, I, I like those subscription kind of things because, you know, it's a, it's a surprise every month, but nobody ever buys me those subscriptions. I have to buy them for myself, and that's kind of late. God damn it, Matt! Oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Matt's posting old pictures of me from when I was, like, 17 in the chat. Yeah, yeah, Red Sox, that's me. Yeah, that's me. I didn't dress like that every day. That was for Halloween. I swear, swear that was for Halloween, and I was fucking good with eyeliner, too. And that was probably a little bit too clean. Um, let me get into the next one on this list. Let's see here. Just have to make sure. Uh, okay. There we go. Okay. This one, I don't know. This, this one seems kind of weird. It, backyard beer game. It doesn't even give a price, but it says already mastered cornhole. <laughs> Insert your own jokes there. Play ladder golf at your next tailgate. Laddergolf.com. Set packs down into a carrying bag. I don't... Yeah, that, that, that's, that's me, Red Sox. That was me uh, almost 20 years ago. Almost 20 years ago. So this, I'm, posting, I'm posting balls in the chat to get that other image out of there. There you go. Um, I don't know. I've never played ladder golf. I don't know if there's a great appeal behind it. So whatever. This one, this one is another one I can get behind. This one's 65 bucks. It's a high-tech growler. Um, God damn it, Dennis. Oh, I, sw- I swear to God. These guys all have just folders. Well, actually, I know Dennis has folders labeled with different MLR personalities, and he's just saved pictures. That is of me. That's definitely got to be me at... Uh, Maybe sixteen, yeah. Red Sox. That's me. Son of a bit. Okay, I, I think I think that the head on that picture in the chat is a little bit more recent, and that shirt is not real. I am not a rapist. I am not a racist. I am not a rape. Well, okay, I'm not a racist rapist. I don't know if any Todd Margaret fans out there. Anyway, let me let me post this goddamn crawler in the chat. You guys derail me every week. I don't know, that might be part of the entertainment value and why so many of you people seem to be downloading this shit. This is uh, from Drink Tanks. The next-gen Drink Tanks growler, $65, has a flavor-preserving double-walled stainless steel body and a high-tech leak-free cap. Add the keg cap tap to inject CO2. Mm-hmm. And it's a micro keg that dispenses fresh carbonated brew. That is fucking awesome. I'm actually curious, and I'm going to open this up in a new tab and see if they say how large it is. 
they let's see. I gotta uh, gotta go to okay. Uh, okay, yeah, size of regular growler, sixty four ounce. So, um, what they don't tell you is the keg cap is another forty five bucks on top of the sixty nine for the growler. Um, let's see. You can stylize your drink tank's growler by powder coating the stainless steel tank in a number of colors and textures for another fifteen. Custom engraving for another fifteen, and they also have um some pints, which I don't know what's special about them, but they look kind of cool kind of frosted glass thing um uh, yeah that's another picture of me i know i got i got nail polish that that's definitely a 16 year old picture of me because i used to do that um yeah jeremy in the chat is right awesome growler because it keeps it carbonated now the the place where i normally get my growlers from they have a system that just really pressurizes it so it does keep it 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 carbonates really really well but this thing even better even better and Red Sox, come on. I, I was almost on bordering on emo goth, and this was like in 1996. And God, oh, Dennis and his photoshops. See, with with this, when I, when I see photoshops and photos like this, I know that you guys actually like me, because if you didn't, you wouldn't bother going through all the trouble. Oi. Okay, <laughs> let me get to the next one here. Okay, this is getting a little extravagant here. Th- these are the $100 and up gifts. This is a beer bike. Damn it, Red Sox is saving all the pictures. Why do I get the feeling these are going to be posted in WhatsApp at some point, too? Oof. This is a beer bike. Put your own specs on the Growler City bike frame. $1,200, which sports a brilliant built-in growler holder. I'm not going to spend $1,200 on a bike just because it holds a growler. Just me. I mean, I don't know. It, it, it may not look manly or anything, but I'll, I'll put a fucking $10 basket on the front of my bike and put the growler in that. Or, 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 or get, get a child seat. Buckle the growler in there. There you go. Much cheaper than $1,200. If you got the money, go for it. Ah, This is kind of a cool one for uh, the home brewers. This is at $375. And uh, maybe maybe Rob could uh, bug Marianne for this. Leather apron. Um, yes, and I know drinking and riding is against the law. So don't have that crawler open on that bike. Um, heirloom apron. Upgrade from Kiss the Cook to a leather work apron. $375 with every meat smoking adventure. Wow, that sounded bad or homebrew batch it'll grow a deeper okay i always pronounce this word wrong is it uh patina 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 it's you know when you know you get you know copper gets that you know kind of you know bluish kind of hue to it i guess the leather gets that too right you know you know broken in broken in let's say broken in um mersh being the emo one no 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 that's me dude me totally me totally me um and, you know, Hammy's the Guy Fieri one. A little inside there. Um, another $100 and up. This is $300. See, th- this is where it was getting a little weird, and it seemed to be kind of outside the realm of beer. What are you going to use that for with beer making? Mm, or, you know, a beer fan. I don't know. Uh, well, it says, gather wood for brewing over an open flame or chop the annual Christmas tree with the paler male, paler male? American felling axe. Fourth generation North Carolina axe makers drop forge the high carbon American steel head and pack it in a giftable hand built crate. 
that almost seems like something you'd gift to a serial killer. Um, and you know what? I think the re- if I remember correctly, the rest of these on the list were kind of kind of iffy in terms of beer. Like one of them was a, a time elapse camera. If you want to like time elapse your brewing, one's like a butcher block. And um, let's see. And another's a $170 water jug for serving water at your next beer tasting. They they, they kind of trailed off at the end on this one. It just, they, they kind of lost it. They kind of lost me. So, you know what? I'll move on to the next one here. This was from The New School, which is a site dedicated to craft beer, newschoolbeer.com. They actually did a three-part here, and uh, I don't even know if I went through all three parts or not. Uh, the first one here, this is actually a product I've mentioned on <laughs> Leather Apron and Axe. You have them all in your trunk, don't you? See, you know what? They seem to be going with a theme at the end here. The Leather Apron, the Axe, they had a, a butcher knife with a chopping block. I, I, It seemed like somehow they just they spread out into murder at the end. I, I don't know. I'm worried about those guys at that site. But uh, this one, I, I know I talked about on the show way, way back. These are... Uh, hops-based lip balms. So it says on here, do you ever wake up with the taste of IPA in your mouth from last night? Oh, God, I hope not. Uh, only did that with uh, Budweiser. And wish it could last forever. Now it can with double IPA lip balm, available in three citrus flavors, lime, tangerine, and lemon. Keep your lips flavorful and moist for when you go down on that beer <laughs> at the end of the night. Six fifty each or $17 for a three-flavor pack from Atlantic Farms. Okay, that's reasonable. Uh, now maybe maybe you're a, you're more of a classy individual, you know, like uh, like like Mersh, like Mersh, you know. Mersh wears ties. I don't wear ties that often, but you know, this might this might be a gift for someone like Mersh. These are beautiful hop and barley men's neckties. Although I, I sense Mersh would probably want something more flashy. Take a tip and retire that poutine-stained Sierra Nevada T-shirt. Mm, poutine, yeah, okay. And put on a button-up shirt and tie, for Christ's sake. Class it up a bit with these detailed, symmetrical design ties showing off the beauty of barley and hops. Uh, pictured here on the article, and I posted in the chat, too, are the dark beer versions ranging from gold to brown. But there are many color themes, and they come in standard, narrow, or standard XL sizes. You can even customize by ordering it printed in an ink color of your choice for just $5 extra, $30 each. So, I think ties run about that. Um, okay. And we got something geeky here now. This might be more apropos for Nerd Hour. But why not? It's a lightsaber bottle opener. I'm not completely that geeky, but uh, cement your geek credibility as well as your commitment to celibacy with the ultimate beer and sci-fi geek tool combined. Oh, Cornax has one of these. Just think about how impressed your World of Warcraft buddies will be when you whip out Luke Skywalker's favorite toy and with a real lightsaber hissing sound effect, you crack open a bottle of beer. 1442 on Amazon.com. I would assume they probably have that on ThinkGeek as well. But if you're going to buy it, you should probably buy it from Amazon.com and you should uh, turn off Adblock and click the Amazon link on the MLR page and then uh, do your purchases that way because I think that's a good idea. Um... Let's see, I'll skip over that, because it's just a hop vine women's shirt, and, you know, well, you know, she's cute enough, but, eh, whatever. This, this is a good one. I could use this for, um, bomber-sized bottles, at least if I'm not going to drink it necessarily that same night, but the next day. 
because I always had that problem where I open a bomber bottle and I just gotta, I just gotta, you know, drink it that entire night. Not that that's usually a problem, but these are beer savers. Uh, keep your bottled beer semi-fresh and easily identifiable with these stretchy molded bottle cap covers made of food-safe silicone and dishwasher safe. They make a nice stocking stuffer at six ninety-nine for a six-pack of different colors. Now, I'd like these better if they were both caps and kind of corks, you know, like a wine stopper. Something like that would work better. And just because I'm nice, I'm gonna, I'll show you that Hopvine women's shirt. She doesn't really have much in the way of boobies, but, you know, can take a look at it anyway. Uh, beer savers. Keep your bottled beer semi-fresh and easily identifiable with, or wait, damn it, I just read that. Oh. Oof, oof, oof. I'm not even paying attention to what I'm reading. Insulated beer growler bag. That's make that makes more sense. Okay. Let me post the image here. Boom. Honestly, that's just a that that's just a good looking sack. Isolate that if you will. Uh, so you just had your stainless steel growler counter pressure filled with Jesus Christ. Boneyards hop venom IPA. Don't look like a tool carrying around by the handle. Take the opportunity to accessorize. Basically, it's a growler bag. And it looks nice. You know, it doesn't it looks sturdy. It's got a strap on it. Uh, looks like it cinches clothes. It is forty-five dollars. I don't know. I, I, I'm starting to not like these descriptions on these things. Uh, this is ridiculous. Uh, it's actually a video, so I can't even post that. But the Sonic Foamer. I know I've talked about this before. Basically, it looks kind of like a drink warmer. You put your beer glass on it, and it foams up your beer more. Yeah, because that's exactly what we want. We we want to keep you know more and more head on our beer. <sighs> Mitch is so mean. Uh, wait, why why is Mitch in WhatsApp and he's not listening? See that that's that's just hurtful. Let me open that up. I did not insist that be posted there, Dennis. Oh. Oh, no. 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 No, no. Uh, yeah, sorry, Royce. That was me. Yeah. Uh, okay. okay, yeah, Sherry's right. It does need more um, Christmas lights. So, Dennis, get to it. Put some Christmas lights on that photo. Okay. And this... This looks like one of those novelty gifts you'll find in Spencer's Gifts. I don't think this would necessarily be a good beer gift... But it's mug muscles. Yeah, it's the hand muscle thing. It's 20 bucks. I mean, it, that that's a gag gift. I mean, that's not even a good beer mug because it looks plastic to me. I'm not, I'm not thinking that's glass. Um, so let me go to the next next set of this. Maybe I should be a little bit more selective about, uh, about what I'm going through here. Um, oh, you know what? Hell. This one's this one's fucking cool because I would like this one, even though it's $129 on Etsy. Yes, I, I shop at Etsy because Etsy has some good shit on there. It is a vintage metal beer lighted marquee. Uh, it can be propped up on a shelf, hung from metal hooks on the back. The sign uses clear 5-watt light bulbs, has a 5-foot white cord. Uh, I would put this in my living room. My wife would kill me and make me put it in my studio, so... But then, you know, I would still have it in my studio and she wouldn't complain about it. Uh, this one for perhaps the uh, female beer lover in your life. 
This is a hop flower necklace. Um, hop flowers made of lead-free pewter, the chain from gunmetal. Holy shit. And the grouping of Swarovski crystals represents the Lovabond SRM beer color rainbow. Okay, that's actually kind of geeky and awesome. The handmade necklace is just short of 18 inches long, including a metal clasp. Oh, it's available in his and her designs. Okay, I wouldn't mind one then. $47 to $58. Um, this is one that can apply to beer. It doesn't necessarily need to, but I think everybody needs... <laughs> I, those are a little bit small for anal beads, I'd say. Um, oh, Eddie's calling me Marilyn Hansen. Oh, oh. Oh, I should just shut down the show right now. <laughs> oh, god damn. These are ring tools. They're compact multi-tools. The reason this fits in is because it has a bottle cap opener on it. Um, I actually, I think I have a multi-tool on my keys, and the bottle opener is on it. It's shitty, so I'd probably do better with something like that. Um, this one is probably, I don't know, I, I, I could see myself using something like this. This is the Shakuli Shower Beer. It's a well, it's a it's a shower koozie for your beer. That's basically it. <laughs> Ten bucks each. Uh, twenty eight ninety nine for a three pack at Shakuli. Uh, Porta Keg Portable Draft Beer System. This is actually a decent idea. Uh, for those of you that you know football tailgating and stuff like that. Uh, port a keg uh, d- 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 basically serves as an igloo cooler for your keg. Keeping it cold, putting on a wheels with a pull-out handle for pushing or pulling it around. Comes equipped with a CO2 regulator and a gas tank so you can serve proper draft beer for the built-in tap. Definitely worth investing in if you do many outdoor events. port a keg is customizable with colors and logos that can be added. Wow. Basic model, 649 Ah. Okay. Um... The United States of Beer Map. This actually kind of reminds me of those uh, cor- U.S. quarter maps. But I think I... I have to admit, I think I actually have this on my Amazon wish list. The new heavy matte stock gold lettered poster from the folks behind 33 Beers makes a terrific gift for the completist or traveling beer geek. Like the 33 Beers books, there's a flavor wheel and some stat lines to fill out a beer from every state, not to mention the serving vessel and style guidelines. Having this baby proudly displayed on your wall is also a great conversation starter. Only 30 bucks. Like I said, I have it on my Amazon wish list. Um, I will probably never get it, but it would look good on my wall. Um, And because you guys demanded it, uh, let's have some tits here. Am I really taking a beating in the Facebook group? God damn it. Uh, This is a beer bra. I'm going to have to check out the Facebook group group during the break and do some damage control. Uh, So basically you get to Drink warm beer while your cup size shrinks. Okay. Uh, the other one, let's see, the next one on here, self-frothing beer mug. This is one I've actually definitely talked about on the show because it was some weird Japanese commercial from Takara Tomi, the same people that make Transformers, where you click a button on your beer mug and all of a sudden your beer goes, Woo! and it just foams up. Weird gimmicky Japanese thing. This, on the other hand, is something that I want, would really use, and am very seriously considering purchasing or some variant of it. One-handed bottle opener. 
This particular one is called the Gropener. Um, let's see. Okay, this keeps the caps flat, not bent in case you're saving them. Uh, $16 each, available in a variety of colors. Uh, that is the end of part two of that one. And then let's see, part three, what do I got here? Um, <sighs> I want to see if I can find something like cool in here. Well, okay, one, one thing that I've covered on the show before is from um, uh, Dogfish Head, their uh, hop pickles, which I still have yet to find, although I haven't really walked into Kings to find them either. Uh, another hops necklace. This one's a, a drawing, kind of like a pendant. Uh, leather uh, bike-mounted beer growler carrier. How many people are biking and carrying growlers? I mean, is this really a thing? I, I just was not aware of this. Oh, damn it, Royce. Oh, and there aren't any Christmas lights on that yet. <laughs> I thought there were going to be Christmas lights on that picture. What happened? Oh, this is... Uh, it, it it completely went from assaulting Hammy to assaulting me. I asked for it. I know I asked for it. Uh, uh, let's see. A craft beer spice rub. Let me copy this one in and get that picture of me out of the chat. Oy. So if... Um, I, I think, you know, somebody like Mitch would really be into this because I know he likes to do his different cooking. Uh, Baker's Bark Spice Rub made from dehydrated craft beer, Hungarian paprika, chili spices, turbinado sugar, kosher salt, herbs, cayenne, and black pepper. Says it goes good with pork, beef, chicken, fish, or game. Recommended for veggies, dips, sauces, soups, chili, basically anything you want to make. Six bucks for that thing. I think that would uh, go a long way. Um, uh Uh-oh. Okay. (laughs) And Royce says that looks good. See? So you guys could get that too. See, I'm being informative and educational here while everybody's trying to rip me apart too. I would I would think that could be like a Guinness rub. Um, and I'm wondering, like, uh, actually curious now where they derived, like, it says it's dehydrated craft beer, but I'm curious what craft beer they dehydrated. So I might have to read into that a little bit more. Okay, just like I was talking about with people biking with growlers there's a bicycle bottle opener Uh, oh yeah yeah Royce there's another one I don't think that one got posted in WhatsApp I was 16 I was 16 (laughs) and I was in Michigan I mean come on so bicycle bottle opener again are these are, are, are people really biking and doing stuff with beer frequently I don't understand that um this one, recycled wood six-pack carrier. Um, this almost seems like it would just be good if you wanted to look flashy when you're doing a build a six-pack. I have to admit, I do like the bottle caps on the end of the handle. Um, it's only 40 bucks. Uh, custom, custom iron pipe draft beer tower. If you have a keg and taps and whatnot in your house, damn it. Okay, see that that was when I was let's see, how how much older was I? Or how much older? Wow, that was weird. How much heavier was I? That was about eighty pounds heavier. Yeah. I I was clocking in at about two fifty right there. So yeah. Let me uh let me post this picture in the chat, get that out of the way. Um Yeah, it was uh, two thousand six. Two thousand six. So this is the uh this is the Custom Iron Pipe Draft Beer Tower. This one's uh, 500 bucks. so 
handmade. They got the dogfish head Randall Jr. in here, which I discussed a little bit earlier. And um, oof, I'm 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 so I, <laughs> I'm scared to go into the Facebook group during the break. <laughs> oh, oh, let's see. I got another another gift list, but I don't know if I want to. Well. You know, it's in multiple parts. Uh, this one is in three parts, too, so let me see if there's anything good in here. Um, okay, this one, this is from AmericanCraftBeer.com. Do all these people really have problems carrying their growlers around? It was either, it either seemed to have to do with bicycles or growlers or a combination of both. This one is, they're called growler crates. And you basically put your growler in a crate. I uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand the uh the <laughs> Okay. That, see that that's at least a somewhat recent picture of me. Actually, that's a very recent picture considering I'm listening to audio in the background. But I like that. That's a that's a that's that's a good meme-ish picture. Thank you, little Matt. Ah. Uh, okay. Um <laughs> the hell was I? Uh, another bottle opener. These ones are called Critter Cutters. Uh, let's see. They have a pry bar, church key, a twist-off bottle option, a box cutter, and they can top punch. So if you're, you know, drinking a beverage that needs a top punch. I don't know. These are kind of cute. You can hang them wherever you need them. Uh, let's see. That's just about homebrewing supplies. Okay, I think this I think this would be useful for Mitch. Somebody needs to buy these for Mitch and Sherry. I'm going to post these in the chat here as well. And if you're not watching me taking a beating in the chat, more like radio.com slash live. These are called hand skis. These are, let's see, uh, it's the brand name for a Scandinavian beer holder slash glove that's made from sheep hair and functions to keep your hands warm while drinking beer. I think that's a great idea. Um, I mean, it it looks like a sweater on your hand. <laughs> I you know, and it looks it looks like it you know tucks your beer into a pocket pretty well in there. And in uh, Minnesota, I think they would need that. Let's see. They have a link to Duffy's Brew. They do craft beer, shampoo, and conditioners. Uh, check out their vaguely softcore retro website. Oh, okay, uh, let's see. We, we, we enjoy softcore, I think. Um, this doesn't look softcore. What the hell? Uh, yeah, 19 bucks for the conditioner. I, th- I think there was a another hop shampoo that I was looking at. It, it was more like Avita prices. We're looking at like, I don't know, 30 bucks a bottle. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Uh... Well, jerk sock for Mitch, perhaps, yes. <laughs> Red Sox says, I think Dennis should give you a hand ski. Who says he hasn't already? <sighs> okay. Yeah, a little bit too much there. Too much, too much. Um, You know, I guess with that, I, I should probably head into break. I'll, I'll, I'll finish up the rest of this list after the break. Ah, So coming up after the break, more of this list. Uh, there's There is actually some cool shit in these. Uh, another new study, because I've been all about beer studies lately, about how regular drinkers live longer. So I'm going to live forever, apparently. Uh, a beer tank sprang a leak. Massive alcohol abuse. Uh, 
somebody died from alcohol withdrawal in the hospital. And then uh, some random new beer releases and a few other things. If I ever get to them, I don't know. I got to go check out Facebook and defend my honor. Apparently, I'll be back. Alcohol by volume on More Like Radio. Alcohol by volume. Kevin Show. Hey. It's the name of the show. Hey. More Like Radio. Less Like Crap. Hello, listeners. Stop packing your winter parka and camping gear to wait in week-long lines for door-busting deals. Amazon.com will be providing the best discounts everywhere this holiday season, including Black Friday deals other stores are planning. These limited supply deals will go quickly, but you have a trick others don't. You don't even have to search. Just click on the More Like Radio Amazon link as you listen to our shows, so you can skip the long lines and still save a bundle as you continue to sit on your ass. Be a hero this Christmas. Click the More Like Radio Amazon banner and save time and money. Listen to Unsigned Hype every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific on morelikeradio.com. It's hosted by Sir Darkside, a.k.a. at Darkside Rules on Twitter. Check out the show for dope interviews, exclusive releases from artists such as Brother Ali, Mally, Kelly Mays, Lex Leosis, MOA, and Aesop Rock. It doesn't get better than this every Tuesday night on morelikeradio.com. It's the unsigned hype. Unsigned hype. Frontline, never knows flurry. Zero dark dirty. Zero friends, minotaur, fuckly stepchild. The boat lunch jumped over plunging necklines. Up the side, tongue tied, hungry enzyme. The vault in a mothman, munching textiles. Wednesday night at 11 p.m., tune into More Like Radio for two hours of wrestling talk on Markout Radio. With Dark Fox and Friends. Fistful of assholes! Excuse me? Fistful of assholes? Really? You want me to say that? Just do the bit. (sighs) Alright, you're such a diva now that you have your own show. With guest host Punchy, Greenway, and whoever else shows up on Skype. Or in Fox's creepy basement studio. The smell of cum and beer doesn't make it creepy. Maybe not, but the fleshlight does. Listen, I have a healthy sexual appetite. Thank you very much. What are the anal beads for? Can you just do the bit? Ugh, fine. Jesus, and you wonder why people get Marianne through the audio bits. Markout Radio live every Wednesday night from 11 p.m. Eastern on More Like Radio. This is it, the Hey, are you absolute garbage? Let me guess, an alcoholic? A drug addict? When was the last time you were even out of your house? Well, why don't you join us for the Red Show? We're all about personal betterment and self-esteem. I want to do, uh, you know, maybe like uh, City Meets the Swamp, something, something. I hope it ends up with the fucking city getting eaten by a goddamn alligator. Ambassadors of peace at any income level. That's what we do here. We're all about olive branches. <laughs> no, you're a fucking white trash asshole. You're about olive fucking garden, okay? <laughs> One thing we don't forget is how important our fans are. Is there anything more you want to say about any of these uh, cocksuckers that are listening? No, I don't think so. Okay. And we recognize the struggles and hardships of our friends. We don't give a fuck. I hope you <laughs> relapsed. Burn in hell, bull. Oh, my God. God, what are you I meant I love you, bro. Get better. So come join us live Wednesday nights and experience functional substance abuse on The Red Show. Only on More Like Radio. You're doing some things with Enya, correct? I I hope you end your life. Now get off the microphone while I talk to my pal. 
Wait, why is that guy gargling? This is your morning wake-up call. Get up. It's how I get my morning started. They're my morning show. All right, here's a little inside info. They're not even real listeners. These are staged people, and you hear the same thing across the entire country. And that's why Hammy, Hammy, the true American, is going to serve his country and expose these hacked shows for what they are. Only on Brain Steel Radio. Friday nights, 8 to 10 on MoreLikeRadio.com. Do you like video games? Are you a little antisocial? Well, listen to Antisocial Gamer Radio. Tuesdays from 3 to 5 on MoreLikeRadio.com. Are you a fan of comics? What about obscure movies and TV shows? Well then, you are in luck because every Friday, Nerd Hour is here to talk about those completely and utterly awesome things. So join Punchy, Ariel, and now Cornax as we talk the things that people claim prevent you from getting laid, but are balls anyway. The Nerd Hour, every Friday night from 11pm to 1am, only on More Like Radio. Spoon! Recently on The Conti and Kenny Show. Ah, you kidding? And I'm watching. They also put on the thing that Honey Boo Boo's like the whole computer just froze up. Oh really? Too much shit on here. Um, that's basically what she said. She's like, "Hey, Marquis, what's going on? I'm coming back for round two. And the guy was like, uh, "He basically was like, you need to be quiet." And then asked her for her ID, and her ID was in her car. So he told her she was banned from the mall. For not having an ID. It's like, really, dude? Like, what are you talking about? Oh, uh, the Adobe plugin has crashed. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Everything just went right in the toilet. Holy shit. I gotta. That's the Flight 800 of Adobe players. <laughs> I gotta do the. Uh... <laughs> the Flight 800 of the Adobe players. <laughs> The Conti and Kenny Show. Talking bollocks for fuck knows how many years. Join Marianne and Kitty on Daytime Divas, where Marianne's milkshake brings all the creepers to the yard, and their life is better than yours. Damn right, it's better than yours. I could teach you, but I have to charge. Daytime Divas, Thursdays at 8 a.m. on morelikeradio.com. High Society Radio is now part of morelikeradio.com. Who's all part of the More Like the uh, More Like Radio cavalcade of stars? Oh, who, who are you joining there? Oh, well, Hippo Juice, they're the the soul behind More right. Like Radio. And we're, we're jumping on there. High Society Radio, that is. What other, what other kind of shows are over there, though? Oh, there's there's plenty. There's a there's just a roster that's ridiculous. There's 360 on 420. Mm-hmm. There's a gentleman show. There's Ain't Social Gamer Radio. There's the Red Show. There's Daytime Divas. Okay, so you're not out there by your by yourself in the cold anymore. No, you're fucking with a family. Yeah, a real family, a family of gangsters. Take the edge off. MoreLikeRadio.com. It's like rap music you can understand. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster.
Hey, this is Will from Tattoos and Touchdowns. And Espo, as always. Check us out every Sunday from 10 a.m. to noon exclusively on MoreLikeRadio.com. If you're ready for pro wrestling like it's never been seen before, pro wrestling meant for an adult audience, and pro wrestling where nobody says brother or tells you you can't see them, check out Combat Zone Wrestling, the most innovative, high-flying, hard-hitting, ultra-violent promotion on the planet today. Combat Zone Wrestling. Visit us at www.czwrestling.com. The Elvis and Albert Show, Thursdays, morelikeradio.com, 5 to 7. I'm Elvis Cage. I'm Alfred. I'm Jameson. And on the phone? It's Bill. I'm phoning in. Oh, he's phoning it in. <laughs> Coming to you live from the Half Penny Pub in Sayville. That's right. Punk rock music. Independent music. And all the rest of the things that we speak about. Crazy party stuff. <laughs> Here on morelikeradio.com. And elvisandalfred.com, 24-7. Yeah! The Elvis and Alfred Show. Hi, this is Marianne from Lust and Love. Recently, we decided the show needed more dicks, so we found the manliest man we knew to fill the spot, Dark Fox. I know this is weird, but my boyfriend broke up with me because my dick is too short. He praised me about my skills and all, but this is a really good reason for a breakup? Because it's really hurting me until now. I can't seem to forget all the memories we had together. I know this can't be the reason, or maybe has he met another guy? I really cannot get over him, because once he told me, I love your dick, whilst he was stroking it, that's the reason I will never let go. Lust in love, now gayer than ever, and that's saying a lot considering we used to have Hammy on the show. Listen live Monday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern on morelikeradio.com. A tub of blood up stronger than Owen Hart's safety harness. Morelikeradio.com. Other internet radio stations are gay. Drink Sunday through Thursday. If you're going to feel like shit, do it on the company dime. What are you going to do on Monday morning that you need to be wide awake and alert for, eh? Oh, I deliver Pepsi products. We'll do it with a hangover. Fuck them. Drink on the job. Waste your nice weekend. You'll be doing something good for yourself. I'm only drinking tonight just to keep up my Cal Ripken like perfect attendance streak. <laughs> Hour number two of Alcohol by Volume here on More Like Radio. And I will continue absorbing the beating I just took on the Facebook page, but that's what happens when you. Post pictures like that out there. Jesus. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, I guess uh, I am supposed to be part of Slytherin, right? Yes. Uh, if you're not in the chat, you'll have no idea what I'm talking about. More like radio.com slash live. Uh, good God. There's going to be Photoshop fodder for weeks with this stuff. And the, the funny thing is, I know Dennis has posted some of these pictures before, but I, maybe he just did not post them widespread enough. Maybe that was part of the problem, because all these pictures are very, sadly, easily available. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, have fun, guys. Have fun. Go for it. Okay. Uh, let me finish up some of these uh, gift guides here. 
more stuff from AmericanCraftBeer.com. The Spot Knot Glassware Dryer and Polisher. Whether you're behind the bar singing pints all night or enjoying a sudsy beverage all by your lonesome, properly clean glassware is key to fully experiencing the true flavors of your beer. The Spot Knot is a reusable tool for drying and polishing the insides of your glasses immediately after rinsing them out. Um, actually, I'd want to use that for all my glasses because they're dishwasher shit here. Um, <laughs> well, th- okay, Matt, you know, I, I, I think I uploaded those pictures to my Facebook, uh, years and years ago. Little, little did I know that I would, I would end up hosting a show on the most powerful internet radio station in the world and then have people grabbing the photos from it. So, <laughs> God, Red Sox. Oh, that, that's, that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> Not gonna, not gonna get into that in the chat right now. Um, here's another one-handed bottle opener. Uh, let me post this picture in the chat. Uh, image, enter. There we go. So this one is called the Kibo. Uh, they don't say the price on this one. I'm curious about this one. Um, uh, place Kibo on bottle cap, and I think this one also. Okay, this one's twenty-five bucks. Somebody find me a good, like a good one-handed uh, bottle opener for like maybe fifteen bucks, and one that won't bend the caps, because this item here, and I think Mitch would love this thing. Let me post this image in the chat. I never know where my V key is for pasting. <laughs> God, hashtag Columbine Kevin. Oh God. This is a beer cap collector shadow box. So you pretty much can put your used beer caps into this shadow box and fill it up. It's got an image of a, I'd say that's technically like a Pilsner glass on there. And it says, uh, it's a fun way to remember all those great brews you've had throughout the year. Also so stylish, you'll want to hang it in your kitchen. Let's see how much this one is. Uh, This is from craftbeerhound.com. And it's sold out, so that doesn't really help me. Um, but that that's one that I believe Mitch would be interested in, because I know he was collecting a lot of his bottle caps, but looking in the image, it looks like this person drinks a lot of Newcastle. Uh, Newcastle, I see Corona in there, and I see Sam Adams, but a lot of Newcastle. I don't know what's up with that. Uh, and then a beer soap six-pack. I actually had a... Boo, 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 boo. Who, who, who did the joke first? Was it, uh, P Rock? I think. I'm trying to remember now. Anyway, beer soap six pack. They got. Uh, damn, I can't even. I can't even fucking read. Uh, honey pilsner, apricot wheat IPA, porter, oatmeal stout, and Belgian wheat beer. And this is a six pack of beer. Let's see how much this is. Thirty four dollars was forty two. So, um, let me, let me do some math here because I can't do the math in my head. Ah, 34 divided by 6. That's only 567 a bar of soap. Well, I can't really say a bar of soap. Uh, they do sell them individually too for 7 bucks. This place, wow. Uh, it's actually from swagbrewery.com. They got a whole lot of stuff here. Uh, hop candy, beer coasters, hop head gift pack, which comes with a shirt, candy, and soap. 
shirt, shirt, shirt. So they got some, they got some cool stuff here. I, I got, I think I got beer soap, what was it, last year's Reddit Secret Santa Exchange before I actually even had the show. And it, it was, it was cool. Smelled good. Made me smell good. Didn't make me smell like a drunk. Um. <laughs> oh, 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 Dennis busted on Royce now. Says, I'm the Royce Lopez of jokes. I'll do a joke on Twitter, then on Facebook, then in chat, then on air again. Ooh. Ouch, 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 ouch. That was you that did it on Facebook, dude? I thought... Oh, okay, never mind then. I thought somebody else did it. Shit. Never mind. Ne- Uh-oh, Dennis in trouble. <laughs> okay, and the final part of this gift guide for American Craft Beer. Let's see, they have... Oh, good God, this is ridiculous. Uh, the Brew Cave, the mother of all kegerators. Uh, the largest kegerator on the residential market. It can hold more than 30 cases of beer, plus six or more kegs. has a locking glass door to deter would-be beer thieves. includes a draft beer dispensing system for convenience. It's called the Brew Cave. Um, <laughs> Rice says that's mean and accurate. Uh, let me post the image of this. I, I mean, that, that's, that's not a kegerator. That's a freezer. Or a cooler or whatever. Um, let me see what this link says. Uh, da, da, da. I want to see a price for this damn thing. Oh, find a dealer, buy now. Yeah, that's that's prohibitively expensive. You, you need a separate wing of your house for that damn thing. Uh, titanium bottle opener sunglasses. Yeah, because those are going to look stylish. Let's see here. You know what? Okay. Um, neat idea. I get the feeling I would cut my ear off wearing these things. So, yeah, Matt. I know that, that, that that's a beautiful thing, isn't it? I would just use that as a damn shed in the backyard. Hell, I'd do my show from that. <laughs> that would be beautiful. These are the bottle opener sunglasses. Me, when I'm putting on my sunglasses, I am lucky if I don't poke myself in the eyes. With these... I think I would pretty easily stab myself in the eye with the sharp point and then cut my ear off afterwards and do a whole Vincent van Gogh thing. Um, the beer deck. Basically, okay, this one is a deck of cards that has um, well, beer trivia facts and whatnot. So, you know. Decent enough gift for a beer lover. I wouldn't mind something like that if I played cards, but I have enough decks of cards here that I do absolutely nothing with. And son of a bitch, another another goddamn bike thing. Ah, oh. <laughs> yeah. see, Royce Royce knows about those sunglasses. Who needs to open a bottle that badly? Trick question, Dutch. Ah, uh, let's see here. Six pack bike bag again. Who? the fuck are all these people that are biking with their beer? Drive and get your beer! Like a normal person. I mean, if you're already drunk, you know, driving, you know, drunk, or biking drunk, driving drunk, you know, whatever. Uh, allegedly, I don't endorse that, whatever. I don't know, my bike doesn't have any air in the tires anyway, so I can't talk. And then the last one on here is the Brawler. It's another Growler, stainless steel Growler. Looks very similar to that one from the first list. Uh, doesn't mention anything about 
a tap system for it. Let me look on the page here. Well, world's first stainless steel modular growler system, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, so, similar. Similar. Not quite the same. Um, okay, Little Matt has it perfect. What's wrong with a backpack? Why do we need all these specific things to carry beer? I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, isn't a regular six-pack good enough? And you know what? Okay, you can't fit that six-pack in your backpack? Throw the beers in there. You know, if you want to really be careful, you know, three and three, separate it with the cardboard from the six-pack. I These growler cases, these... This is all hipster shit. This is all hipster shit. That is what it is. That is all it is. This is all hipster shit. You know, hipsters riding their bikes with their handlebar mustaches. That's all it is. That is fucking all it is. That's that's it. That is it. Ugh. Okay. Let me get on to that study that I referred to. Uh, regular drinkers live longer. Well, this is from Business Insider, so you know it's legitimate. Uh, abstaining from alcohol altogether can lead to a shorter life than consistent, moderate drinking. If I had an applause clip, I would play it, because that's fantastic news for people like me. Because, and this article actually qualifies me as a moderate drinker, unlike that other one where it was like 12 drinks a year. Fuck that. Uh, The study looked at individuals between 55 to 65, spanning over a 20-year period, They did account for variables ranging from socioeconomic status to level of physical activity, you know, all that other kind of wonderful science-y shit. Uh, The mortality rates were highest for those who never drank. They were lower for heavy drinkers. So, eh, I don't know, Dutch and Joe are still, you know, problem area. And lowest for moderate drinkers who qualify as one to three drinks a day. I'm moderate! I mean, you can average that out over the week, right? Because I think, like, on Sunday, it was, like, five beers. Yesterday, no beers. Today, three beers. So, you know, that's eight beers divided by by three days. Yeah, you know, shit. I'm I'm totally moderate. Totally moderate. Completely and totally moderate. Anyway, okay. Um, They said this study still seemed to hold true despite the increased risks for cirrhosis and several types of cancer, not to mention dependency, accidents and poor judgment associated with heavy drinking. You know, poor judgment like, I don't know, jumping into rivers, um, dropping a beer into a river in Australia, and then pulling it out and then getting a horrendous stomach bug that makes you look like you're pregnant. If you don't know what I'm talking about, listen to last week's show, download it at morelikeradio.org. And those who imbibe are less likely to die than people who abstain. I think that's fantastic. Part of this study kind of seemed to tie into the study from last week that I met, uh, went over with smarter people drinking more. Again, you know, everybody at MLR is brilliant because we because we all drink. Um, let's see here. Uh, chat. Dennis says he's moderate. Doesn't say anything about the size or kind of drinks. Uh, that that. That is a that is a very fair point. So if I drink three bombers, that's three drinks a day. Uh, three full glasses of cognac is perfectly moderate. Or spending a hundred plus dollars, yeah, you know, 
Yeah, we all have problems. Or most of us. Most of us have problems. Some of us actually still aren't complete pieces of shit. Um, oh, <laughs> that in reference to that stomach bug article from last week, uh, Little Matt says, side note, the Brisbane River flooded 10 months ago and it was dirty enough already. That asshole should get a stomach bug for being that idiotic. He didn't look too bright anyway, but uh, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't grab a beer from bodies of water out here and Australia, all sorts of deadly shit. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. So I was saying the study tied into last week's bit with smarter people drinking more. They went into alcohol as a social lubricant, being social is essential for mental and physical health. Therefore, you know, you live longer. Uh, non-drinkers show greater signs of depression than their drinking counterparts. So that's another thing that ties into it. Of course, that doesn't fucking help me because I usually drink alone. So I'm not garnering the social benefits of less, you know, drinking while on WhatsApp or Twitter account, which I don't really think they do. So I don't know. I, I, uh, I don't know. I, I, I might still die at 50 or 60. Who knows? Um, uh, let's see. I know that someone uh, sent me a link to this one in the... Wait, what the hell is that from? Dennis posted a picture in the chat, of course, with my face on it, all gothed out and everything. And I'm trying to figure out where the hell that's from. I have no idea. I'm assuming it's some sort of movie. Uh, oh God. <laughs> Jeremy's back. He had to pee in a cup for work. It's kind of like me. I have to pee in a Gatorade bottle half the time during the show because uh, well, you know, I have a bladder of an infant. Uh, but I, th- I think somebody in the WhatsApp group, um, oh, it's from Spike. Oh, the the Buffy spinoff. Okay, see, I've, I've never seen. I, I admit I haven't watched Buffy either. I have it on my XBMC box, which XBMC is sweeping the MLR nation. Uh, but I have not watched either. Sorry. Um, how was I going? Oh, okay. Jack's Abbey beer tank springs a leak in Framingham. I know somebody sent me a link to this in the WhatsApp chat. I think it may have been Red Sox, but I can't remember for certain. But there is a news piece that goes with this, so I think I'll uh, play this and because they'll probably be able to express it better than I will at this point. And if it'll queue up... Here we go. Possibly. Oh, wait, you know what? It would help if I actually unmuted my browser because that would make more sense. Certainly not this beer. A craft brewery in Framingham sprung a leak, spilling beer just all over the place. It happened Mm. when a tank at Jack's Abbey Brewing failed. So all of that was just wasted right now. And uh, workers, uh, they're telling people not to worry too much. Seven's Brandon Gano explains why. No, that's not a new kind of tap. That's a tank from Jack's Abbey Brewery in Framingham gushing all that beer onto the floor. And there's just there's foam everywhere. Go down the drain. It's not a very fun morning at Jack's Abbey Brewing. Talk about a party foul. It happened sometime Boo. overnight. 3,000 gallons of beer. That's 1,300 cases wasted. I really would prefer not to calculate it in my head because I might start crying on TV. Jack's Abbey was started by three brothers in 2011. It and I think started one of the with brothers just them and 500 barrels of beer a year. Now they've grown to producing more than 6,000 barrels of beer a year with 17 employees. But this is a first. 
One of those freak things. I, the gasket on the tank keeps it sealed, and that gasket failed overnight. Nobody was in the brewery when that happened, so we came in this morning to uh, a almost empty tank that should have been very full. That's a lot of beer to clean up, but the three brothers say they'll get through it. Squeegees, hoses, and, uh, and soap will get you pretty far. Brandon Gano, 7 News Today in New England. That one brother that they seem to interview, I don't know why they didn't interview the other two brothers because they seem to, uh, I don't know, maybe they were worse, I don't know, but that guy seemed like he was already drunk or stoned or something. Looked like he was uh, dipping into the product a bit, as it were. Um, but yeah, uh, let me see if there was anything else in the article. Um, started by three brothers in 2011, started with them in 500 barrels of beer a year. They've grown up producing more than 6,000 barrels of beer a year with 17 employees. And like you said, it, it was one of those freak things, but oh, it that was just, that was a shame to watch. I mean, it was just spewing out of the the keg and, or the, the um, keg, the uh, tank, and the entire floor was just covered in beer and foam. Very, 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 very sad. And I see footers in the chat. Hey, footer. Uh, so what do I got next? This one, I actually got this from Patrick on the Alcohol by Volume Facebook group from news.com.au. Victor Pixton dies from alcohol withdrawal after bike smash in Ewell, Surrey. A gardener who had a heart attack after being admitted to hospital following a bike crash died because he was denied his daily dose of four beers. So you can be that much of an alcoholic, apparently, that you will die if you don't have your beers. Um, Also known as perhaps P-Rock, I don't know. Uh, uh, Pixton, who had... uh, Gardner from Yule Surrey was hospitalized after going over the handlebars of his bike after crashing into a wheelie bin. He had previously been spared jail. F- <laughs> this is interesting. Previously been spared jail for a hoax bomb threat that was meant as a joke. Uh, he broke 11 ribs and cut his kidney in the bike smash. Although he initially discharged himself from the hospital because he was reportedly getting bored of waiting to be seen. So, yeah, in Australia, they got shitty health care down there, too, apparently. Thanks, Obamacare. The same night, he collapsed at his girlfriend's house and was admitted to intensive care at St. George's Hospital, tooting. His condition got worse, and he died a few days later of cardiac arrest. Pixton's brother, Lawrence, told an inquest his brother was not an alcoholic. Wow, I stumble on the word alcoholic. (laughs) That's telling. Although he admitted he bought four cans of Stella Artois. Is that Artois? Artois? I don't know. I always pronounce that wrong. A strong Belgian lager. (laughs) Strong Belgian lager? No. (laughs) Every day after work. Uh, Pathologist Dr. Michael Heath said the dead man's heart had doubled to twice its size and his liver was twice its average weight, all of which he said was consistent with, quote, chronic alcohol misuse. So I think what we can conclude from this in the holiday season is that the Grinch's heart wasn't filled with love in Whoville, but that he was instead an alcoholic. That is what I get from this story, honestly. Wait, is is it is it rare that Footer is in chat for not the red? Should I be honored? <laughs> if so, I am, because Footer's fucking awesome. And you should listen to the red on Wednesdays. 
was it nine to eleven on More Like Radio? Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, and that that whole bomb threat thing. It was um, he had a reputation as a prankster. Had previously hit the headlines when he stole a bottle of hot sauce, and then returned it inside a brown uh, from let's see from a pub. Returned it inside a brown envelope along with a mobile phone. Pixton's lawyer reportedly said his client had returned the Tabasco sauce bottle as a joke because it had a reputation for being like dynamite, and the package was marked handled with care. However, the threat was taken seriously, and an army bomb disposal disposal team was called to the pub to detonate the package, and Pixton was later handed a suspended sentence. Oh, what a fucking dumbass. Oh, I don't know. Does it, did that guy run another internet radio station too? Oh. Uh, he has a reputation as a bit of a joker. He once made pies out of dog poo. Ew. Uh. Oh, God. now Rob is posting pictures. Oh. Okay, for for those of you that are not on the MLR Facebook page, or you know, I, I think it's just on the MLR Facebook page, not on the ABV Facebook page. Thankfully, now my old high school friend Rob is posting pictures for the show, and yeah, I guess I did have longer hair, and I remembered that green hoodie, but yeah, I did have longer hair back then. That that would have been. Wait, that's fucking me. Holy shit! Uh, okay. I remember that picture laying on the floor because that was in my high school. That that was probably my senior year, possibly my junior year. That next one, I honestly do not remember that one, but that clearly has to be me. Holy shit. When, what, when the hell was my hair that long? If you're missing this, well, go to the More Like Radio Facebook page or um, <laughs> come into the chat at morelikeradio.com slash live. Wow, I, I, I'm, I am stunned because I, if if I've seen that picture of me, it's been probably almost twenty years since I've seen it, so I don't remember it at all. Holy shit, dude! Wow. Oh, Rob, Rob, Rob. Ah, <laughs> uh, if I had any old pictures of him to dig out, I would. But honestly, he pretty much looks the same. <laughs> Which isn't a bad thing either. Okay, let me get back to beer talk here while I get abused with pictures. Ah, there's a new American Trappist beer. Well, you remember the uh, picture that Dennis posted of me with the uh, Trappist logo, but uh, missing a T and an R in the logo. That is the official Trappist seal. There is a American Trappist beer. It is the first Trappist beer in America. It's actually the first uh, Trappist beer outside of Europe. This is from an article at drinkbelgianbeer.com. Spencer Trappist Ale from St. Joseph's Abbey in Spencer, Massachusetts officially became an authentic Trappist product as of December 10th at a meeting of the International Trappist Association in Brussels. The Spencer Trappist Ale was awarded the authentic Trappist product designation, that stamp that you'll see on a Trappist beer. Francois de Haren commercial director of the Orval Trappist Brewery told uh, them in a message let's see, uh, that would have been December 10th. Let's see if I can do a French accent. The decision decision was made after several controls made on the premises during the last weeks. We also were lucky enough to taste the beer yesterday. So now I can do a French accent. (laughs) Haha, fuck you, Dennis. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yes, make me feel better, Dennis. 
what are you going to do? Post a picture of yourself when you were 16? Or are you going to put Christmas lights on my pictures? And I don't know. But, um, ah, fuck, I don't have an image of the thing here. Actually, wait. I take that back. Yes, I do. Son of a bitch. So this is an image. And this actually looks like a rendering. But, oh, I've seen that picture of you, Dennis. Yeah, see? That was the 90s. The 90s, the 90s were, the 90s were a very dark time, correct, Dennis? We made very poor choices in the 90s. Um, I'm trying to think what we can blame that on, but, uh, Nirvana, perhaps? Spice Girls? I don't know. But, uh, many questionable fashion choices in the 90s. But, uh. That is a fantastic picture of Dennis that I'm sure will not end up in the WhatsApp group or on the MLR Facebook page because that would be mean and wrong. Um, okay, where am I at now? Okay, this next one. This is... I, I think this is fucking cool because uh, I downloaded this a couple days ago. And, uh, let me see. I think I have a link for it. Or do I? Uh, maybe not. Maybe do. Oh, here we go. Okay. Brewfizz.com. So if you're not listening live, listening via podcast, you can check this out. Brewfizz.com. It is a brewery management game available on the uh, Apple App Store, available on Google Play. I've been playing it for the past few days. I suck so far. I've only had like one successful brew. The other, I did an IPA and it, I think I priced it too high. It didn't sell very well. But this is from, the article's from the New School dedicated to craft beer. Uh, NewSchoolBeer.com And actually, let me copy this image into the chat. Um, this is the, oops, that's not paste. That's the uh, start screen of the game. So, the article writer here, let me see if there's a name for it. Uh, da, 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 Samurai Artist. I don't think that's their real name. Just just a guess. So, on December 11th, it uh, released, and it is it is a pay app, but it was a buck ninety nine. I figured, what the hell? Uh, I'll buy it. I'll do it for the shoe. Do it for the shoe. And it's actually really worth it. Basically, you are in charge of managing a brewery. You can have four employees at any time. You get recipes for the different brews. You have to get the materials for the brews. You decide where you're going to sell it, how much you're going to charge for it. You do market research, stuff like that. I may not be making it sound that interesting. I don't know, but the visual aesthetic of it is it has that 8-bit retro aesthetic. So, you know, think old Zelda. Um, I'm I'm trying to think of some other games that have that kind of top-down look to them. Um, but it, it's that top-down look like Zelda and that 8-bit look. So in the article here, they say, after walking you through a training session, like a tutorial, that gives you a few choices but lays out the parameters and multitude of options, you're given a choice of characters. Each, each ethnically and sexually diverse character has its own skills and attributes. Um, yeah, it's, basically they start you off with two white characters, one guy, one girl. And then two black characters, one guy, one girl. Eh, fair enough. Um, as well as brief backstory, they can also develop skills as their slash your experience increases. Um, you begin the game in a setting probably not unlike most homebrewers are in now. Garage, 
excuse me, garage with a few homebrewer friends there to help you out. Uh, start off with a couple of basic recipes that can be adjusted. You can create your own recipes from scratch. Uh, let's see, though the game makers wisely avoid getting as detailed as how many pounds of grain, ounces of hops. I, I can see, you know, getting into that in a game, it, there's a little bit too much programming with that, but they say it's accurate enough, uh, though that beers are brewed to style and you can choose among hop varieties, um, different types of crystal malt, stuff like that, all set up in a way that the non-home brewer can figure it out. And you kind of get an idea of what's going on. You might actually learn a little bit about brewing while you're doing it. Uh, let me see, I got an image here. I'll post in the chat so you can get a good idea of what the game looks like. So, for those of you in the chat, you have your different stations. You have your your sanitizing station, um, fermentation station, uh, bottling station. And apparently, there's a TV with an old NES up there. Um, just the nod to the eight bit. But I, I've been playing it for the past few days. I don't know. Maybe this is more for antisocial gamer radio. I don't know. But I I think it's actually pretty neat. Just one of those things you can pick up and just, you know, do a brew, sell a brew. Um, I've been getting sick to death of fucking Candy Crush, though I still keep going back to it. But uh, this one's one's pretty cool. Um, The goal of the game, to create, brew, and sell your beer. Amazingly customizable in the ways you go about doing this, from designing your recipes to assigning your friends to manage different parts of the brew. And... The workers all have different, um, I think like in an RPG, role-playing game for those of you that don't game, um, different traits. One task may require more patience, one might require more dexterity, so there might be some people in your staff that are more suited to certain tasks rather than others. Um, so like for, for patience, you need that for the sanitization and cleaning stage. Uh, you also need patience for the was it for the fermentation stage? I think uh, you need dexterity for the bottling stage. Things like that. Um, you can hire and fire staff, each with different skills and eventually requiring salaries. So how and who you use as a factor? Then you have to bring your beer to market. You start off with a friend who's willing to carry and sell your beer for a small stocking fee. There are a variety of bars where you can sell your beer. Each takes a different cut, has a different clientele that likes higher or lower quality, and you can do market research to discover these locations, what they're drinking there, uh, what the competition is, things like that. After choosing how much you want to sell them for and what price, the app goes to work. You can watch the stats for sales and pro- uh, profits. You can do, like I said, you can do market research. Um, and they just, dis- let's see, on uh, New School Beer, they discuss, uh, they discuss the game with one of the designers, and, okay, whew, okay, good. Nothing disastrous is happening in the chat. I had to tab back there just to make sure. Uh, let's see. With one of the designers, Sean Sanders, uh, one of just two members of Bit by Bit Studios, and their first release is this game, Fizz. Uh, Sean started Bit by Bit in June 2012 after the company... Uh, he and his partner Kelly O'Donnell worked at Buzz Monkey Software was acquired by Zynga. He came up with the idea for Fizz while at the Sasquatch Brew Fest in Eugene, Oregon. Uh, I was standing in the r- middle of the room seeing all the happy people getting their pours at the different booths, thinking how cool it would be to be one of the brewers supplying that joy, but there was no way I wanted to go through the work of actually following up on the fantasy to quit my games job to start a business that I had no knowledge about. I'm a big fan of games as a form of escapism, and I decided that playing a game where I could own a brewery was, would sufficiently scratch the own a brewery itch for me. If there was no such game available, I scribbled the idea down in the back of my tasting notes. 
went on and joined the fest. Months later, I started Bit by Bit Studios and decided to make Fizz because I didn't think there's another game quite like it. And it was still the type of game I had been wanting to play the most. So, I mean, I, I know I'm repeating myself with this, but it is fun. If you're interested in beer, if if you're even remotely interested in brewing, and even if you know you'll never brew your own beer, not even once, this is... It's still it's still a fun little game to pick up, um, and you know you gain a little knowledge along the way just in terms of you know the the brewing process and stuff like that. Um, let's see, uh, must own app for home brewers who do mobile gaming, though it's not for everyone. Not nearly as approachable as Angry Birds. Not as easy to open and play for just a few minutes. That is true. Requires your full attention. Yeah, it's the kind of thing where. If if you pick it up and play it, yeah, you can just pick it up and play it. But set yourself up like maybe you know five ten minutes for it. you can pause it in the middle of a brew and stuff like that. And I don't think it affects it really. Um, and they say it can be addictive and educational at the same time. So on the Apple App Store, Google Play App Store for Android, buck uh, ninety nine, totally worth it. I don't often buy apps. Uh, especially sight unseen with like no free demo or anything like that. This one, I took a chance on it, and I'm happy with it. I, I it's been a while since I've played one of these um, like marketing simulation games. I guess you could say. Probably the last one I played, and this will date me. I had a. It wasn't a Palm Pilot, but it was. Uh, it was one of the competitors to it. I had gotten it for Christmas one year, and I fucking love that thing. Um, and I had, and some of you will remember this game. Some of you will be like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" I had a version of Dope Wars on there. For those of you that may remember the game, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about here. For those of you that don't, well, basically what it was: you are a drug dealer, and it is your job to go and buy drugs from one dealer and try and profit on them in a different area and kind of keep moving along like that and keep your profit stream going. And it's, you know, a marketing game. And there, there's other stuff that comes up where you can get cornered by the cops. Um, if you owe a loan shark money, he'll, you know, beat the shit out of you, stuff like that. And I, I consider that one of these like marketing kind of games. You know, it, 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 it's a marketing management kind of game. It just happens to be you know drug dealing kind of thing. And I wouldn't be surprised if you could pro- probably still find a shareware version of it for PC somewhere around there. Just look look it up. Dope Wars. I mean, it it, it is kind of dated, but I enjoyed it back in the day. Um, now that I'm thinking about it, I mean, I, the last time I played that was probably at least ten years ago. So. <sighs> I really dating myself there. Uh, so okay, all about fizz. Um, you know what? This I think that this this will probably carry me through because I don't have a lot of new beer releases for the week. So this will carry me through at least almost till the end of the show. I don't normally like doing like top beer lists. Uh. The problem is a lot of them are so inaccessible. They're the rarities like, oh, my top beer is Pliny the Elder and, and Hetty Topper. How many of us are going to get those? Very, very few of us. I like these beer lists that actually have stuff on them that I've either tried or seen. 
you know, and that I know are at least somewhat accessible. Okay, they may be a little more pricey in some cases, but they're at least accessible. Don't throw some rarity on your top beer list that I'm never going to see in my life. Now, to be fair, um, there are still a lot on this list that I have not seen. There are a handful, though, that I have, so I can't complain too much. You know, I'll, I'll start with one that I have, and one, one that I actually was, um, I was drinking kind of frequently back during the summer. In fact, uh, the story with this beer was that it, it was in cans, so it was easy for me to buy at the local uh, Gary's Wine Marketplace and uh, keep it in my car and uh, drink it in my car on my lunch break, allegedly. Uh, and this was before I started you know, doing the running and everything on my lunch breaks. But this is from Six Point Brewery. And th- with this one, I, w- I was looking for something with a higher alcohol volume, so that's why this one worked so well. Six Point Brewery, three beans. And um, in case I didn't say it before, this is from draftmag.com. They said the chewiest, richy, richest, richiest, oof, richest beer we sipped this year. Three beans broods over the palate with intense darkness. Brewed with Romano beans, a cousin of the kidney. I did not know that. For body, coffee beans for a Java jolt and uh, cacao beans for dark chocolate sweetness. The Baltic Porter is elevated by espresso roast. Bittersweet chocolate and dark fruit for an unrivaled, luscious sip. Plus, all that rich flavor conceals a sly 10% alcohol by volume. Uh, if I had to gauge it just on taste, I, I was thinking it was maybe like a seven or an eight. But yeah, that 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 got me uh, not hating my job as much again, allegedly during those alleged lunch breaks. Uh, if you get six point out by you, chances are you will see that somewhere. Um, I'm seeing if there's another one on here that I have had. Dun, dun, dun. I know there are some that I've seen, and then just some breweries that are not by me. Um, Dogfish Head, I want to say I've seen this one at some point. Uh, this is 61. It's a fruit beer. Uh, Dogfish Head has a habit of toying with its core IPAs, but no experiment yielded as much intrigue as 61. Essentially, 60-minute brewed with Syrah grape must. This new year-round release unites the flagship IPAs, classic grapefruit and pine hop notes with the sweet yet woody juice. And you know what, now that I think about it, I think I actually have had that. Uh, the colorful IPA's bite softened by subtle vinous notes, marrying beer and wine for a provocative yet easy table-ready drink. And I think I think it was the, the, the grape must that kind of jumped me into that. Oh, son of a bitch. There we go, okay. And Matt, I'm, I'm on my last Big Flats 1901 right now because I, I promised my wife that since I did not eat today that I wouldn't go too, too crazy. But obviously, you know, I'm still three beers in, so this is my last 1901. Speaking of cheap beer, I am going to try and hit one of the Trader Joe's in the area that does sell alcohol uh, before a shoot of mine tomorrow. See if I can pick up that Trader Joe's uh, beer. If I, I, I want to say they have a couple different kinds at Trader Joe's. If anybody knows like which one may be better than the other or whatever. Um, let me know in the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash alcohol by volume, or you can get me on Twitter at E-D-I-C-I-U-S or at MLR underscore alcohol. But little Matt posted in the chat here. 
I believe that is a uh, basically a, a virgin a version a virgin oof, a version of uh, Dope Wars. And it looks like it's called Chronic here from uh, 2005, but basically basically the same concept. I fucking loved that game. Although this one looks a lot more graphically advanced than anyone I ever played. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see here. Yeah, I'm not going through all these uh, 25 because it's a little bit too much. Um, where the hell is that one? Okay, Anchor Brewing. Anchor California Lager. Haven't had it, but I've seen it all over the place. Uh, it's a classic American pilsner. They say, Anchor made us eager students of history when it bottled this riff on an 1876 Boca Brewing recipe, the first lager brewed in California. Wonderfully doughy malts, subtle earthy citrusy hops, and fruity yeast esters create a dynamic yet delicate flavor test. Ugh. Tapestry. God damn it. Why do they have to be so flowery with their language? It's our new favorite traditional style lager and a poignant commentary on what a real full flavored American Pilsner should be. And you know, I don't know why I haven't picked that up yet. I, I see it a lot and I just, I have not had occasion to pick it up yet. I guess I see other stuff here and there. Um, let's see. Okay. This is one that I would probably really love. Um, but I do not get this brewer out here. I know Mitch does, though. Uh, this is from August Shell Brewing. Star of the North Berliner Weiss. Star of the North was the most refreshing beer we opened all year. It's also the most approachable Berliner Weiss we've tasted in a long time. A feat considering the style's inclusion of often manic, aggressive bacteria and yeast. Now, if you remember, uh, different, you know, bacteria and yeast, you, you might get that tartness. So bright lemon zest illuminates each swallow, while funky lactic tartness adds the perfect pucker. See, that's what I want. Uh, propelled by invigoratingly prickly carbonation and clocking in it just 3.5% alcohol by volume, it's a beer we could drink all day long. That is a sessionable beer. You don't see a lot of beers clocking that low. So, I mean, and with with complex flavors like that, that's pretty impressive, I think. Um, let's see. This is actually interesting. Um, it's a gluten-free beer, and the the flavor profile of it sounds good. Um, and if they're adding, if they're including a gluten-free beer on their top twenty-five beers, it might be worth a try. If you see it, I do not believe I get this. Um, yeah, I think it's a Canadian company, Brasseurs Sang Gluten, uh, Glutenberg Red. So it's a, a gluten-free brewer. Um, let's see. It's their creamy red, new to the, oh, new to the states this year. Okay, gluten-free grain bill morphs from dried wheat flavor to hazelnut to toasted peanut shell, and each sips dotted by delicate orange hops and lightly sweet stone fruits, turning focus to the beer's remarkable flavor rather than the science behind it. That's an important thing, I think, with gluten-free beers. That too too many times they will concentrate on trying to make it taste exactly like a beer. And they leave out the rest of the potential flavors of it. It sounds like they got it right there. Um, I'm not gonna, you know, the rest of this list. Let's see. Um, Evolution Craft, Rough Draft Brewing, um, Jester King, Viking Metal, uh, Firestone Walker, Velvet Merc, and I know I've talked about that one before. Um, Bourbon Barrel Aged Oatmeal Stout. I can't remember if I've had that one before. If I haven't, I really should because I really enjoy an oatmeal stout. 
So if I haven't had that, I'm actually kind of surprised that I haven't. Um, Deschutes Fresh Squeezed IPA. I think I've talked about that before, too. Um, yeah, Stone Brewing, Two Brothers, uh, and Aleman Brewing Collaboration, Dayman Coffee IPA. That's one I'd try if I could find it. I don't see it. Um, Trinity Brewing Red Swing Line. Uh, brewed with coriander and tangerine zest, aged in French oak barrels with souring lactobacillus bacteria and uh, bretonomyces uh, yeast. So it's like, you know, another tart beer. Again, I don't think I see Trinity Brewing here. New Glarus Brewing, Wild Sour Ale. I wish I got New Glarus here. Um, spontaneously fermented ale conditioned in oak barrels for a year and a half. Timing perfect. Wild Sour Ale, blah, 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 blah. Um, they're talking about wow, plum and blood orange kind of flavors in there. Um, and then one uh, one brewer a lot of us probably know, Founders Brewing. Uh, it's a wood-aged beer, Doom. Silky bourbon barrel-aged Imperial IPAs, neatly woven tangerine grapefruit, spicy bourbon, smooth vanilla, and wood mark a laudable brewing achievement, fusion of barrel-aging and IPA imperialization. I think a barrel-aged IPA I might actually try. Maybe. You know. If if I'm feeling ballsy enough for it. Uh, anyway, let me okay. Let me get into the new uh, new releases for the week because I know I'm uh, getting low on time, which amazing. I, I I don't know how I how I managed. I think it's the beating I took that got me through this show. So thank you guys. I appreciate that. Um. So let's see here. First one here. Like I said, I, I only have a few, so I'm not going to infringe on J5's time. Thank God, because he does a good show. And I don't want to fuck with that. I know I saw him in the chat earlier. Avery Brewing Company, this is Mephistopheles Stout. So is anybody com- going to complain about this label? Oh, no, there's a label, or there's a devil on the label. Oh, no, devil, oh, oh that's horrible. Oh, fucking people. Anyway, uh, first shipments of Mephistopheles Stout, batch number nine. They hit shelves last Friday. It's going to be in 12-ounce bottles, clocking in at an ass-kicking 15.4% alcohol by volume. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. And uh, I'd try it, believe me. Uh, I don't report on a lot from this brewer, but I probably should do more, even though I don't see them show up around here. This is Ska Brewing Hibernal Vinifera Stout. Uh, it's a new oak aged foreign stout brewed with Malbec grapes. It's the second release in Ska's seasonal stout series. It features a different canned stout for each of the four seasons. Uh, this one's going to release on the winter solstice, which is December 21st. 8% alcohol by volume, 12-ounce cans. And then this last one I am interested in, but I know I am never going to find it. Uh, Royce and Marie potentially could, because they are Floridians. This is Funky Buddha Maple Bacon Coffee Porter. It's one of the most sought-after beers in Florida, being released commercially in bottles for the first time ever. Uh, it was initially released as a small batch run at Boca Raton's Funky Buddha Lounge and Brewery back in 2011, and uh, it's now seeing a limited run of 22-ounce bottles. If you see in the chat that I posted the picture, the bottle, basically, the label looks like a prescription, so they're going with that. Uh, 6.3% alcohol by volume. It's releasing January 14th. Um, maybe if I luck out, there will be some bottles floating around out there when I'm... Uh out in Florida in February. And with that, I I would say that that is uh I think I think that's probably the show tonight. I, I think that's about it. I I've I've taken my beating and um I've I've stammered on enough. 
and I'm almost done with my third can of beer, and, or second can of beer, third beer overall. And I just kind of leave it at that. See, I'm rambling. What the fuck? So, oh, you know what? Check out the uh, alcohol by volume beer tasting list. I added a shitload of stuff there. So if you want to see all the stuff that I drank from the Michigan beers and everything and new stuff that I picked up, um, I, I, I know I put the uh, Duclaw, um, the, the, the peanut butter, chocolate peanut butter porter on there. So all sorts of stuff. Check it out. Lots of good stuff on there. Uh, some things that it didn't really go to, but you know, check it out. Tinyurl.com slash ABV beer tasting. Check out what we're talking about the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash alcohol by volume. And of course, please, please, please. I know there are a lot of you listeners out there and I would love it if you would like the alcohol by volume Facebook page, facebook.com slash MLR alcohol by volume. Um, of course, follow me on Twitter at E-D-I-C-I-U-S and the show Twitter at MLR underscore alcohol. Look me up on untapped alcohol by volume, all one word. Oh, good God, Dennis. That is horrendous. Oh, good God. Dennis is the photoshopping master. Of course. Follow more like radio on Twitter and on Facebook, especially on Facebook. If you want to see these horrendous photos of me coming up next, unsigned hype followed by Dutch and Royce. Again, I am going to be pre-recorded or best of or something next week. So if I don't talk to you before then, have a good holiday, guys. 